you are now entering the Podglomerate. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or was just too hard to ask your partner, welcome to the Sex Rap. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. This is Andrew, and I'm here today with my wonderful, beautiful co-host, Spring. I'm so beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, and we're uh, <laughs> still here in Miami enjoying um, this lovely, humid, thunderstormy weather. I love it warm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's beautiful. You should all come visit. Not at my house. <laughs> so, what is our question for the day, Andrew? So, uh, something that comes up pretty frequently, movies are made about it, uh, people are really concerned. Spring... What is your number? <laughs> a lady never tells. Um, so, are you asking how many people I've had sex with? Right. It's a number. Like, how many sexual partners have you have? What's your number? People put a lot of stake into whatever that number might be. And my answer is that it really doesn't matter. And we'll talk a little bit about why it doesn't matter. But the main thrust of it is I want everyone to know... Stop thrusting at me. Uh, that that Wait, it doesn't to to matter. Stop. You want everyone to know. You, you want everyone to know to stop thrusting at you. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure to, uh, to tell everyone. Yeah. Um, no, it just doesn't matter. Right? It doesn't matter. That I mean, that's the that's the long and short of our answer today. Um, <laughs> that's what. Yeah. So, but it's not related to things like STIs, uh right? So people think of uh, that number as a proxy of how dirty someone might be or how slutty someone might be. Um, And it's not related to that at all, right? We know that STIs are related not to how many people that you've been intimate with or made love to or had sex with or been raunchy with. But keep going. But what is it related to, right? But how well you protect yourself. Right. So... The other thing, though, is that most people lie about their numbers. So we have research that tells us that most women deflate their numbers and most men inflate their numbers. Right. Um, and it's it's pretty significant in both directions. There's lots of memes and lots of stories like, uh, what, what are you supposed to do? Multiply a woman's by three and subtract three from a man? The rule of, <laughs> the rule of three, something like that? <laughs> something like that. Uh, but right, so we have women who are always trying to bring that number down, and there's actually quite a few women who don't have uh, sex with people that they would want to have sex with because they're trying to keep that number down. They're dating someone, they like them, but they're really terrified about that number being too high. So they choose not to engage in behaviors they want to do. Um, on the other hand, there are men um, who are having sex with all kinds of people trying to get their number up because motto is a machismo uh, the more people they've had sex with, the more masculine they feel. There's issues of masculinity and femininity in both of those numbers. And so since people lie about it, it doesn't actually give you any information. So you might think that it's giving you some type of information that you're interested in, but what people are usually interested in when they're asking that question is how likely are they to get an STD? They're worried about their health. And so instead of asking how many people you've had sex with, they should be asking, uh, have you used protection with your recent partners? Have you been tested? When was the last time you were tested? Yeah. 
And so if you have a conversation about safer sex and you're asking all the different types of risk behaviors they've engaged in and when they've last gotten tested, then you have information to make decisions for your own health and your sexual behaviors you might engage with with that person. Right. It's a lot more healthy than making assumptions based off of a number. Um, Right. Is it better to have sex with someone who's been safe over their whole lifetime or somebody who's had a few sexual partners but never used any protection whatsoever? Which one of those persons is more likely to give you or or where is there more risk for you Mm -hmm. and your health? Yeah. And so I think that if you feel tempted to ask that question, you can kind of think about what is it you really want to know? Why are you asking that question? And maybe examine that a little so that you can ask the question that you really want to ask and get the information you really want. Yeah. Um, and, and the other thing that we should think about when we're talking about the number is how it is really so different for men and women, right? What do we call a woman who has a high number? I don't even know what a high number is, but what, <laughs> A hypothetically high number. What is a woman with a high number? A slut. (laughs) Right. We have these words that are really harmful and hurtful for women. um, And most of that's based upon trying to control women and their sexual pleasure and what happens with women's bodies where it's like slut. Um, I think slut is a a good word, right? Like if someone, like, that's great. Someone has agency, right? Agency is that ability to get what and talk about and own who you are sexually, right? Yeah. And I think, I think though that... You were saying you don't know what that high number is. I think for a lot of people, if someone else's number is higher than their own, it's high. And that is very subjective. So it's just whatever that person's number is, if it's higher, then they feel insecure in some way. Right. And sometimes you see people come up with numbers and people act shocked. But if you're, you know, 30 years old and you've had a few sexual partners over your entire adult life, That's 30, 40, 50 people right there. Is that a high number? We don't know, right? Um, And there's this overall expectation in society that you're going to meet this one person and they're going to be your one love and you're going to have one marriage with one... There's all of these societal expectations that essentially say that you're going to have one person ever. Um, And we know that's not true from our own personal experience, from anecdotal experience, but we also know it's true whenever we start uh, collecting any kind of information at a societal level too that it's not going to be one. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think that, um, I mean, like I said, I would really just push people to think about why they would want to ask that question um, and also challenge people that ask you. So you can talk to the, someone that asks you why, why do they want to know that number, what does that mean for them, um, and explore some of those things. And you might have a lot more interesting conversation and probably won't be as charged with uh, blame or slut-shaming. Yeah, that's great. Uh, so um, anything else that we need to talk about? With our, I feel like we've talked about this number question for a long time, considering our answer is, it just doesn't matter. It's not important. <laughs> um, but, but I mean, we do need to talk about it because do, people do put a lot of stake in whatever yeah. that number is. And we're telling you, whatever that number is, it's a lot less important than the kind of protective behaviors that you use. And you know what is funny to me as well is... Uh, we don't ask about number of instances of sex. And so somebody might have only had one partner, but had a whole lot more sex than someone who had five partners. And so some of the times, like, what are we, what are we even worried about here? And uh, I think that sometimes people are worried about experience. And that's another thing this doesn't relate to at all. It doesn't, you could have a lot more experience with only having one partner and being really comfortable with that partner and exploring and doing a lot more things than someone else has had with 20 
partners. I was actually just going to ask you that question. Like, right, so we talked about this in terms of health, right? But I think some people think about this number in terms of pleasure and experience as well. If someone has a higher number, there's this assumption that they're going to probably be really, well, they'll be better at sex overall. Um, but once again, if that person isn't practicing, if they're not trying, that number really doesn't have anything to do with their performance. Yeah. So it means... Nothing. Did you hear that? <laughs> there was nothing. Silence. Sorry. Sorry, I couldn't stand the silence for more than a second. I had to jump in and say a word. <laughs> okay, so are we at our period? I think we're at the period. What's our period today? Okay, so we are trying to find a good joke about uh, numbers, and we couldn't find any about sex numbers, but I did find a joke I really liked. So, Andrew, what do you have if you have seven apples in one hand and five apples in the other? Uh, 12 apples? Yeah, you have really big hands. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what they say about big hands? Uh, what? Big gloves. <laughs> oh, so corny. <laughs> All right. Uh, where can people find us? Hey, everyone. So if you want to find us, send us your questions to uh, thesexwrap at gmail.com. That's rap with a W, like wrap it up. Um, you can call us at 413-I-RAPID. W-R-A-P. Um, you can Instagram us at The Sex Rap. You can find us at Facebook at The Sex Rap. And you can tweet us at The Sex Rap as well. Can't wait to hear from you. Bye. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or just too af- The Podglomerate, a sonic universe.